Cyrus Wittig and Christian Cat out here at Olympic Heights Community High School making some history, making some her story, broadcasting the first ever girls flag football game over the ESPN West Palm Airways. And joining us right now is the Olympic Heights flag football head coach, Paul Weiland. He's going to give us a little bit of a rules breakdown because, again, making the shift from tackle to flag football, some big differences. So, Coach, when you come out to a game, you know, there's fewer players on the field. The, the down and, downs and distances are a little bit d- different. Just kind of give us the overview of, of what you're going to be looking for as you switch from tackle again over to flag football. Absolutely. Um, the number of players, as you said, is different. We play more of a seven-on-seven. Seven. The field is reduced in size. It's a total of 80 yards, Okay. and there is uh, three first downs. Every 20 yards, you have a chance to earn another set of first downs, so it's not like you know NFL or even high school where it's first and 10. You, know, you have four downs to get past either the 20, the 40, which is our midline, the 20, and then get into the end zone. So hypothetically, you could have, again, first and 20 or first and one. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. How does that how does that change the way you appro- approach things and the way you call a game offensively and def- and defend the ball when you don't have it? It changes everything. Um, we start the you know game or every possession from the 14 yard line. So your first first down is always six yards away, assuming you don't get a penalty. So your play calls are sometimes a little more conservative or even you know a little bit bigger so that you can try and strike large, knowing that six yards should be an easy pickup. As we get closer to let's say you know a second and three you know the the game calls really get different and defensively you really get worried as to what they might run is it going to be a direct snap it really is kind of a chess game out there and we spoke a little bit of offense a little bit of defense special teams wise how are things a little bit different for flag it's mostly just punts and punt returns (laughs) that's it as far as it goes we're not doing any field goals um and honestly it's not something to be underestimated punts and punt returns happen pretty much all the time so you really got to get on your team to make sure they stay in their lanes just like you would anything else and um, hustle hard because pitches are an extra element in flag football that you don't see necessarily at the high school level this adds a whole nother dynamic of you know teamwork so you kind of the pitches in terms of how you would normally see a, a rugby game where you kind of got got players almost running the the double, triple, quadruple, quintuple option. But you also mentioned no field goals, and which means no extra points. So I think, I, I believe I read there's three different options when going for the uh, after the touchdown try. So you can go for one, two, or three. Walk us through those scenarios. That is correct. If you go for one point, it's from the three-yard line. So it should be a fairly easy attempt. should be an easy point gained. If you go for two points, you're bumped back to the 10-yard line. And if you really need that three-pointer, you're going from the 20 all the way to get into the end zone. So hypothetically, you could get a, a nine-point possession is possible with the six-point touchdown and then, again, the three-point 20-yard conversion. Absolutely. It'd be tough to do, yeah. assuming the defense, you know, does their job. Uh, but absolutely, you can have some pretty big swings and changes in this game. And then turnovers-wise, interceptions, fumbles, are they different or the same, the tackle? They are different um, a little bit. Interceptions are, you know, classic and typical. You get an interception, you know, you're yelling at them to keep running and keep going and hopefully score, you know, that pick six or whatnot. In terms of fumbles, it is very different. One, you can't even put your hands on the ball as a defender if it is in the possession of an offensive player. That automatically would be a penalty, so it's not like we can strip a ball. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if the ball hits the ground, it's dead right there at that position or that spot. So that's got to definitely encourage like those plays and punts pitching backwards. You don't really have 
as much to lose if that pitch goes awry and goes out of bounds. Yeah, um, every now and then a pitch does get intercepted or picked off in and of itself, but it really does encourage getting that extra, you know, player that ball and maybe getting that outside edge and, you know, going all the way. Again, here with Olympic Heights head flag football coach Paul Weiland getting a little bit of a breakdown between the difference in rules and regulations from tackle to flag football. And coach, obviously, you know, there's much less contact in the flag game, but you got 14 players running around full speed, a lot of moving parts. Contact is it's going to be an eventuality. How do how is that refereed? How much inadvertent contact is allowed versus somebody you know, makes contact uh, on purpose, and, and where do you go from there in terms of penalties? Yeah, it is a tough one because it's kind of labeled or listed as a no-contact sport, but the reality is it's right. it's limited contact. You know, it is. Um, it's not encouraged depending on the position or the situation in terms of people rushing in or blockers for the quarterback. You have to stay within your body frame. You kind of like basketball have to have the position. Um, before the defender who's running in, you know, if there's contact there, they're going to call it. In terms of receivers and defensive backs, you know, there's no cushioned space where you can actually put your hands on them. So they would call things like that. But the reality is, you know, contact's going to happen because these girls are athletic and, you know, they want it. And you said you've been here for seven years. How has flag football changed since you took over the helm at Olympic Heights? Um, it's exploded just in the number of players, which is absolutely encouraging to see. And, you know, thank you guys for coming out because you're doing your part for this amazing sport. Um, and honestly, we've seen more and more talent. It's always been troublesome to compete with other spring sports, such as softball or, you know, girls lacrosse that's going on or track and field or, you know, tennis and all the things that are happening. So it is challenging to try and get a, gr- a group of, you know, good athletic girls that maybe even know the game a little bit um, when there's so many other sports going on. So it's nice to see the game get more popular where you're starting to see athletic girls choose this over some of those other sports. Again, here with Olympic Heights head flag football coach Paul Weiland. Uh, Paul, I want to talk about talk about rushing the passer because, again, you mentioned seven players on the field. You have the quarterback, the center, snapping the ball, and then five, I guess, skill players. Does the center is the, does the center become eligible or does she stay to block and how, how does that how does that work? That's up to the coach. Honestly, okay. some people choose to leave the center to try and get in the way of the rusher just for maybe a moment or two. Others will absolutely send them out immediately, and they are uh, eligible receiver. And a lot of the times they get often forgot about or mm-hmm. underlooked. So you know, if you have a fast one like you know Spanish River does with AJ, um, you know you'll see her make a lot of plays. So the center is not just a snap and be done, but each coach does utilize them a little differently and with rushing the quarterback is it on the snap you can rush because I remember playing pickup football when you're out at recess and everybody goes oh count to two Mississippi three Mississippi before you rush is it do you have to give the quarterback a certain amount of time or is it once you rush they can run or well, how does that work ball moves we move right no hesitation there is a one yard neutral zone um, you know, you, you can't go into, but no, there's no five second count three second count you can send as many as you want I mean you have freedom out there I have a question kind of relating to getting a program started. How is that recruiting pitch trying to get young uh, female athletes to play flag football? Because you kind of hear recruiting pitches for, let's say, wrestling coaches trying to get the best football players. Hey, we'll get you in shape for football season. We'll keep you in shape for football season. Uh, Flag football-wise, like you said, you're competing with softball with well-established sports that go back well beyond, beyond the years that flag football even existed in the state of Florida, what's your type of recruiting pitch? 
my type of pitch is just letting the girls that have already played go find their friends and just tell them how much fun this game really is. Um, so honestly, I don't have to do too much as long as I have a few girls and then they go out and find their friends who are maybe playing soccer as well or just they see someone who might be athletic. Because honestly, it's the girls recruiting other girls with just the talent and they're the ones saying that, you know, the guys, this is better than, you know, soccer that I play. Right. And it's very helpful now with NAIA collegiate football, girls flag football becoming um, in their third or fourth year now, um, starting to allow some opportunities for even scholarships to some schools. Yeah, one of those schools nearby, Kaiser University, has one of the best flag football programs in the country, and they play a lot of teams that have top five programs. So if you're going to play flag football and get noticed, this is the place to be again with Olympic Heights head flag football coach Paul Weiland. Coach, talk about this this Lions, this Olympic Lions team a little bit. Uh, what are who are the players you're you're really counting on to uh, to really to make a big impact for you this season? Who, who's who do we need to, to keep an eye on as we get ready to start the 2023 year? Well, we need all our girls to stay healthy. <laughs> Unfortunately, we lost one at practice um, yesterday, and I'm hoping it's nothing too major because she is absolutely one of our stars, and that's Lindsay Austinoff. Um, but honestly, it all starts with our quarterback Kylie Morrison. Um, she's in her second year now, so she's starting to learn the system and she's starting to find a little more comfort back there and um last week she really impressed me with her you know reading as to what routes or receivers to go to so we need just good decision making out of her we must keep the ball on our side we can't give river any you know easy ones now speaking with head coach drew Immler from the sharks who you guys are taking on tonight i kind of asked frame of reference different sports a little bit easier to look at college look at pro film it's all out there he said we kind of got to look at our own high schools like you look at schools in tampa schools around the area who do you look at for film try to uh discover new ideas for your own offense and defense what do you look for um honestly i just go through the game tapes that we play and then I'll, every now and then I'll go to a tournament that's usually hosted so you can look at all levels. And, you know, those are usually up on YouTube or you can find at least some teams that videotaped. And um, luckily enough, I'm an official for flag football, so I'm kind of out at tournaments or other leagues. So all the time I see cool little play designs or little things that might, you know, catch my flair, a little creativity um, starts to kind of be created. So I'm fortunate in the fact that I just get to see this game all the time. And I know Drew may have even spoken. He's out visiting games literally every free moment he has so you know we definitely take I think from everyone which is great for the sport and helps us all you know continue this chess match so you said you've been doing this for seven years have you ever ran a play that you learned from one coach while refereeing for them while officiating for them and <laughs> ran it against them has that no, ever happened I can't no? say that's ever happened okay. um, I definitely have taken a, a play or two from my brother David Weiland <laughs> but uh you know that's just between us <laughs> <laughs> wrapping things up with Olympic Heights head flag football coach Paul Weiland coach Again, very early in the season. How much of the playbook is installed at this point? How much more do you have to add, again, very early days? I'm a big believer in slowing down the volume of the playbook to ensure that they're run correctly. So I'd say we're at maybe 40%, and you know I'm just concerned that we run that 40% perfectly or as close to perfect as we possibly can. You really have to go into the playbook a little bit because some situations call for maybe a little bit of trickery or that deeper ball or that reverse or, you know, whatever the case may be. So you really do have to get into your playbook, but I'm at 40, and um, I'm just hoping they run it correctly. Last question, and this is kind of a mix between the rule, the difference in rules and regulations and the way you practice. You know, you think about tackle football and 
Attack a football team might only have two, maybe three two-point conversion plays because they're unlikely to run more than that in a game. But again, you're doing you're you're have, you're going for two every time. So how much? So where a tackle football team might practice two-point conversions once a week for ten minutes? How much do you practice that stuff again? Because it's such a common situation. Um, well, it's common more for than even short yard right. um, first down plays. Because honestly, if you're two or three yards out or even five yards out from a really important first down, you might be taking the same plays that you're going to take when it comes to get that extra point. So honestly, it gets practiced quite a bit, but it's not specifically sure. just for that extra point moment. So yeah, we're always working on those you know high percentage plays when we need those guaranteed yards. Because um, honestly, the first downs come first. First, and then we'll worry about that extra point when it happens. Excellent. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck this and tonight. Best of luck the rest of the way this season. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. That was Olympic Heights head flag football coach Paul Weiland.